Hey there, welcome to the High Level Habit Builders Podcast with Caitlin and Lewis. As personal growth enthusiasts, we are obsessed with breaking down the habits that help you operate at high levels. Our goal is to inspire consistent action for mental health, daily mindset, physical fitness, spiritual well-being, and business practices. Long-term growth occurs after long-term dedication, discipline, and consistency. We'll keep the inspiration coming, but it's up to you to take the action. Let's dive right into our next lesson. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of High Level Habit Builders with Caitlin and Lewis. Today's uh, very lovely topic we'll be talking about with Caitlin is the importance of planning. So Caitlin, kind of jumping right into it, when it comes to planning, what would you say the most important thing is around planning and why should it be so important to others to think about when it comes to their daily lifestyle? I think planning is extremely crucial to the goal achieving process because most people, they have a goal in mind, they really, really want it, but they don't actually take the time to break it down and check in with that goal regularly to track their progress. Mm -hmm. And when you take time daily to sit down and plan about what those small steps are towards your goal, that's where the big impact happens. That's where the results start to compound and accumulate over time. So planning, I think, is one of the most crucial parts of the goal setting process because it makes you think about what are those daily steps that I need to take in order to get that momentum going. Right. It makes it a little bit more real than just being an idea in your head, right? So um, famous quote by Gary Vee, a.k.a. Gary Vaynerchuk, is ideas are shit without execution. And the execution doesn't start until you actually have pen to paper, a vision in mind, goal set, planning ahead to where you actually have a path that you can take. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about some of what your typical planning tips are for the viewers at home and, and how they can become better planners themselves to attack their goals. Definitely. So a few tips that I have in mind are always having your goal planning and review time in your calendar. That's the biggest thing. You want to make sure that you're doing it weekly and you're doing it monthly. So at a minimum, you want to be doing those things. I think daily, you should always have a daily plan as well for, again, what those daily action steps are Mm -hmm. going to be. But sitting down at least once a week to have that review and that check-in time to identify, okay, what is going to be the biggest needle mover this week? And what are a few key pieces that I need to be working on as my primary non-negotiable tasks for the week? Got it. So, so tell me a little bit about what that looks like daily and weekly, right? Because oftentimes, you know, we hear a lot of people talking about daily checklists, right? Or to-do lists. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of those. I'm more so about blocking out my calendar and living and dying, not dying by the calendar, but living by the calendar based on time blocking, right? Because it gives you something tangible that you have to do during a certain period of time. I've never been a fan of to-do lists. A lot of people like to live by a to-do list, but we hear it all the time, especially from you know the one percenters of the world, is you get a lot less done if you just have a to-do list because the list keeps growing. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about what that process looks like for you and what you suggest one versus the other. Sure. Let me go back to, I guess, a high-level overview of it, whereas you're looking at your goals for the year mm-hmm. or you're even looking at your goals 
five years from now, what you want to be working on. So for me specifically, I know that one of the things that I want to be doing is a lot more speaking. So in, you know, five years, I would really love to be speaking on big stages. In order to do that on a, on a yearly scale, it would be doing more podcast interviews. Mm-hmm. So I have a goal this year to be on six new podcasts. Not a huge goal, but again, just kind of getting that practice in and doing more. So what that looks like is, hey, you know, for those six interviews that I want to be on this year, that means that in a total of a, of a quarter, I need to be doing one to two of those a quarter. Right. So it's identifying that measurable number of what that goal is and setting it in my calendar every week to be, to be like, what podcast am I going to listen to? Something new. Um, I want to listen to one new podcast a week. That way I can see if that's aligned and I can maybe uh, ask that podcast mm-hmm. host to be on their show. Right. So breaking it down like that. Yeah, to have a, a tangible goal to reach where you can actually, again, put the plan in place to finally you know, approach it or attack it or, or how to target it, right? Instead of saying what you're going to do without having something that you can kind of aim for, right? a target to hit. Yes. The importance of, of planning and goal setting is where you actually have that target and you have to put the time into exactly what you want to accomplish mm-hmm. so what does that look like for you and i and again i wouldn't i want to dumb it down and say not too big of a goal right six podcasts is pretty amazing being i guess on on six of podcasts um would a, a caitlin's ted talk be somewhere in the future is that a goal oh yeah definitely okay yeah that's definitely in the goal as well and so a piece of that is to develop as a public speaker then I also want to be doing like a, a Toastmasters class or something that's going to help me really work that speaking mm-hmm. muscle. So there's different components to that goal, but it's when I look at that goal, it's like, what do I need to do to practice as a speaker? Got it. And how do I, how do I break those things into my daily life? So for me, even just practicing like what I'm going to say, writing it out, spending a few minutes every morning, just saying something positive Mm -hmm. or whatever, Um, us being mentors. It could be a conversation I want to have with my mentees about words of encouragement for that week, but really taking the time to identify what it is I'm going to say and how I'm going to deliver that to them. Got it. Okay. So that makes sense. So it's it's helping you put your own plan and targets in place to where you can reach those tangibly, right? As we go along. So when it comes to your own daily and weekly process of, of planning, mm-hmm. what would some tips be for, for people listening and, and watching and how to get better at being planners themselves? So as I mentioned, having it in your schedule. So once a month I do an, an overview of anything that's already set in my, in my calendar. So that's any big meetings coming up, any uh, classes that I have to prepare for, that I need to create a presentation for. And really looking at that monthly overview and identifying where in my schedule can I plug in those time blocks, as you were saying, Mm -hmm. towards certain goals that I'm working on. And every month I really love to have an area of focus in my life. So some months I'm more focused on my mental health. I notice that that's slipping a little bit. Maybe I need to focus a little bit more on self-care that's going to help my mental health state. Mm -hmm. Other times it's my physical health. So 
always identifying what area of focus my life needs a little bit more love in because as much as we'd want to give our all to everything all the time, sometimes, you know, we only have so much time in a day, in a month. So identifying that area of focus. And one thing I love to do during those monthly planning review dates is also a money date. So getting really deep into finances. I'm sure we all have financial goals. And if you're not consistently tracking your financial well-being, then you're not going to make that progress that you want to make. Right. So that's monthly. Weekly would be, again, just like an overview of, hey, what are those um, immovable either classes or meetings, appointments that I can't change? And then building my working time around those things. Okay, that makes sense. So it allows you to kind of set up your non-negotiables. Yes. Right? We, we often talk about when it comes to when it comes to goal setting and planning, we all have non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. Right? For me, a lot of my non-negotiables is the gym every single day mm-hmm. or some level of fitness activity, right? And and when it comes to non-negotiables, I think that's a way to hold yourself accountable to making sure that you're still on track to achieve the goals you want to achieve. So what are some of your non-negotiables on a weekly basis? My non-negotiables on a weekly basis are walking my dog. That's a big one. Is time with my kids. So we try to set aside at least one day a week where we're either doing a family date and we take the kids to do something as a family or we do kiddo dates where it's my husband takes one, I take one Mm -hmm. of our kids and we go and do something separate. So those are a couple of my non-negotiables. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Um, in a nutshell, um, what would you say was the biggest reason why you got into you know planning things out and, and how you were able to begin executing them at a very high level um, for some ta- time now to get to kind of where you are with your goals? I noticed that when I first started my personal growth journey, I was very much a dreamer. Okay. And I would, I loved the idea phase. I love to like get all excited about a new idea and research it and and then I would, you know, like a squirrel just like get caught up with the next shiny object that came along. And it became really frustrating for me. So I decided it was actually a, a book that really really changed it. A great book recommendation that I have is The One Thing. And that book really helped me see that high level, big picture overview of what I wanted in 10 years and break that down into what I can do today and the biggest needle mover that I can do today. Okay. So that book really made me start to question those daily activities that I would do. And like you said, I used to have a big long to-do list and I decided that I was no longer going to have a to-do list. Love that. And instead, it was only, okay, hey, I have, you know, one thing for, I do three, like, key areas of my life. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's, like, one main real estate activity for the day that I'm, I'm devoting towards my real estate business. It's one towards, like, something I want for a lifestyle business. And then it also changes between, like, what's that one thing I need to do that's pertinent for the home? or for my kids. So those things kind of change, but it's the main focus is that you're only doing one thing every day that's going to move the needle forward for your business. I love that. It reminds me of, 
something we talk about in the office a lot with the team is about are you being busy or are you being productive? Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of times when we plan to plan to plan, we get lost in trying to do so many things at once to where you can run in place all day long and get nowhere. So that was a super vital, uh, important piece to kind of note of focusing on one thing at a time, something that you can kind of hone in on, focus on to where you can create tangible goals and, and move forward progressively instead of just worrying about 50 million different things at a time and getting nowhere with either of them. Absolutely. Love that. Um, any last bit of advice for people that really want to get better from a high level perspective of being better planners and targeting goals? I think a big thing is when you're planning out your one thing to really try to make sure that those are money generating activities or sometimes if they're not, maybe it's a creative pursuit, but it, you're building an asset that can become, you know, valuable later on, something that you can share and monetize Whatever that looks like, I think that that's usually the best focus of your time. And, of course, you're always going to have to take time for the miscellaneous stuff. But my motto is I'm not allowed to do any of the miscellaneous extra easy stuff until I've done my one thing. I love that. That's amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you uh, for talking about the importance of planning and goal setting. And thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of High Level Habit Village with Caitlin Lewis. We'll see you guys next time for Episode 6. Thank you so much for joining us for today's lesson. Take what resonated with you, and most importantly, make sure you implement at least one small thing you learned today, because that is where the real growth happens. Be sure to check out the show notes to take advantage of the resources discussed, find access to the video format of today's topic, and be sure to subscribe to Level Up Weekly with each new episode.